another episode of Hip Hop Social Worker. I'm your host, Christopher Scott. And um, basically, uh, I just wanted to kind of share my thoughts of... um, I watched uh, Charlemagne live um, session. And, uh, well, I watched some of it. I ain't gonna lie. Um, when, if, when, when, if, when the whole hour aired, uh, I, I went to sleep. I, it was on too late. It's past my bedtime. I wasn't really feeling that. So, uh, let me turn my mic down a little bit. So, yeah. So, but I caught some on YouTube. You know, I caught the, like, kind of the overview. I caught a few segments. And honestly, um, I think it's pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I know, um, you know, uh, people think you know they celebrities do things for for financial gain, which I'm, I'm sure there was some financial gain. I think um, the lady, um, not the lady, Dr. Jess, who did it, has more has more to um, she has more to gain than Charlemagne does airing out his live therapy. You know, he's I think he's he's genu- he's genuinely doing it for the betterment of the community. You know, to kind of um, rid the stigma. Of um, mental health in the black community, in the communities of color, and poor communities, you know things like that. Just in the community in in general, you know, because um, I I know therapy can be hard for most people, and to kind of sit there and hear your thoughts, you know, like um, your insecurities, your discomfort, you know, your um, your fears being played out, you know, like even. Even when you're in therapy, because I've been in therapy a few times, and I actually use my um, use my supervision as a, a little bit like therapy, you know. Um, um, even when you're sitting in kind of a candid conversation, you still have that, um, you know, that worry like, oh shit, well, am I saying too much, or what's you know, like what's the person gonna think, or things like that, you know. So, um, so him doing that and really. Just sharing his vulnerability with the world, I think, is going to have um, it's going to it's going to have a positive effect, you know, rather than a negative effect. I know um, he was catching some backlash from some practitioners, you know, and they were thinking that he was, um, you know, stealing the spotlight from actual mental health people, you know, uh, making them about himself and things like that, but I honestly think that, you know, him talking about it, him talking about it, um, Jay-Z talking about it, Vic Mensa talking about it, all these celebrities talking about therapy and, you know, seeking help and getting help, I think that's only good for, you know, for, for practitioners, really, you know, to, you know, to kind of build a platform for themselves, you know, like, I know, um, um, I thought, I initially thought that, you know, when I saw he's writing a book about anxiety, I was like, man, what the fuck, like, why is, like, why is this... This dude, you know, what I'm saying, like, who who is he? But then, but then again, it's like when a person has that platform, you know, like it's it's important for him to share his insecurities as well because there was a segment on the um, on the um, on the video where he said, um, you know, even when he reached the highest he thought he can get, he still felt that kind of anxiety. You know, he still felt he still felt these problems, and he would think to himself, you know, why like. I've I've reached you know like I've 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 killed every goal that I've had. Why do I still have this problem? And I, to me, that's that's just like you know this typical shit. It's like when you have these goals and you always think there's a dollar amount that makes your problems go away, or there's a you know there's a you know um, there's a social status that makes your problems go away, 
or there's a you know there's a fine female you know or a fine male or whoever whoever you're into you know you just, there's always that one partner you know that makes your problems go away but you know him saying that well you know he thought he he reached the highest he can reach but I'm still I'm still stressed out I'm still worried about shit I still I, I still gotta get it together you know I feel like that's important because even in my path of getting where I want to get you know I always think that man if I get it here then it'll be cool but then I figure I always find myself if I get there you know all I gotta do is get here and it's, everything's gonna be straight and that just kind of goes to show that even when you reach these goals or you think you you're at where you might not think you had a problem in your life you still could have these problems you know and you still could have your mental fucking with you and you still have these you know these thoughts of like you know shit what if I fail or what if this happens or what if that happens you know and I feel like you know it's important for him to say these things you know what I'm saying and, and air it out because he's so influential anything he says is pretty much golden you know what I'm saying like he people just love to hear what he has to say and the stuff that he does so I feel like you know um, the more he speaks about it the more it benefits all of us you know like especially mental health practitioners you know it's like shit if I you know if, if you want to go to a private practice somebody erasing the stigma and having people sign up you know what I'm saying for for those sessions that's all good you know what I'm saying but uh but on, a, on another note it's just good to see that because for for so long we have painted celebrities of like having no problems you know like we've only seen you know you see videos and you see you know um shit like um tmz and entertainment tonight you know saying they always paint the like glamorous life of of a celebrity you know the eating out the party and the socializing you know that kind of stuff you know what i'm saying you know it's just kind of it's kind of refreshing to know that we all we all in this kind of fight together. You know, like we all trying to stay mentally healthy. We all trying to stay, you know, um, just afloat. You know, some people might have more than others, but if you can walk, if you can talk, if you can breathe, you know what I'm saying. Or if you're breathing, you know, if you can, if you don't need somebody to feed you food, if you don't need somebody to do anything for you, if you can get out, go out and get it yourself. You should, you should really feel blessed you know like you should really feel blessed you shouldn't you should never feel that if you if you had a moment where you feel well you know like a little soft or a little sad or whatever you should never feel like that's a weakness you know what I'm saying like a weakness to me is is not being able to show those emotions you know i feel like a strong person is going to be able to tell a person hey this is what's up and i need you to either help me or I need to you to figure out a way that we can you know what i'm saying that we can vibe you know because um, yes, yeah, feel like um, he really shattered a lot of uh, a lot of stigma, and he's really doing a lot of good work now. From on, like on a personal side, not per, not personal, but like just from my perspective, I think that anybody who was really hating on him and challenging him would say, "Well, why is he doing this? And well, why is he doing the mental health stuff? He's not a he's not a um, he's not a practitioner." Um, I feel like I get that because for us practitioners who got these student loans to pay back, you know what I'm saying? I do, I, I can feel a little bit of that. It's like, shit, I'm out here trying to really do it the right way. And there's fucking celebrities out here getting book deals and doing signings and shit and all that kind of stuff. So I, I, I get that too. But you got to do, you got to do the flip. You know what I'm saying? You got to say, okay, he's doing that. Well, let me do my shit too and see where I can get my, you know, like where I can get my uh, platform to grow. Because I feel, I just feel like, it's gonna grow, you know. Like this, this field is—I mean, it's pretty new. 
Well, as far as like it being on the open, I mean, we all got mental health stuff. There's stuff that I think about when I was a kid that I that I went through that, you know, I would never tell anybody. But now it's like, you know, since everybody's like when they, um, you know, when they feel when they sleeve, it's like shit. Every every time I talk to somebody, especially in the social work world, I. Everybody, every time I look or turn around to my coworker or something, it can a session can pop off, you know, just just because we know the game and we know it, and we all people who've come from trauma and we and we in social work because we're not really scared to you know to share our story, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think it's dope. Um, I haven't bought the book yet, but um, I did ask for it for Christmas. So if I don't get it for Christmas, then I probably will buy it. I just think um, you know. I mean, I'm just, I just think that it's, it's a good look for us practitioners, you know, um, it's, it's natural to feel salty, you know what I'm saying, um, that's just kind of human emotions, you see somebody who you think ain't qualified to do something that you've been putting time and work in, and you went to school for, and you wrote hella papers, and you did hella shit, and you, you know what I'm saying, you, like I said, you gotta pay back school loans, I, I get it, but it's like, um, you know, the more the more people that can make this thing normalize, I feel like I feel like it's it's better for the whole field. You know, just to keep it just to keep it honest. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, that's what I think about that. So let's uh, take a quick break, and uh, I'll be back. So now I'm back. Um, so yeah, I thought about I'll share what I thought about that uh, Charlamagne special, and um, yeah, it was cool. It was cool to see that. It was uh, I, f- I felt like it was important. You know, what I'm saying a lot of people. You know, you, you probably won't feel it. You probably think it's a little extra, but that's all good. Um, but um, what I will say is that um, you know we should really take our mental health seriously. You know, what I'm saying um, whether you got to know what you need for yourself, you know. Um, I know in this culture, um, we take friendships, you know, like a lot of a lot of people take friendships, um, you know, seriously. And it's something that should be taken seriously because your friends are probably going to be, um, you know, your support system. But you got to know which friends are good for you and when it's time to kind of let sleeping dogs lay, you know. So, um, but now we go to my next topic uh, while I'm speaking Charlemagne and, and uh, creating a platform for you know for mental health practitioners to really blow up like um, you know Dr. Jess was on VH1 I'm sure her business is going to start booming um, and that's cool you know what I'm saying school costs a lot of money so I feel like you know that's that's good but I feel like um, you know in, in the social work field uh, we like to think of ourselves you know like I, I feel like we take we take pride um, not getting our just due, you know, like we take pride of taking, you know, of having or being offered these, um, these low paying jobs. Um, you know, granted I have a job right now that salary is cool, but, um, you know, social work, you might have a job where, you know, you, you know, the boss makes a lot of money and, you know, the people that work for him necessarily don't. So I kind of want to, um, you know, preach the gospel of, you can get paid too, you know what I'm saying? Um I just seen um I just seen that there was a conference at, at Disney World, a pretty big conference, you know, that C S W E certified. It was called um well I know the acronym as APM, you know, and that's at Disney World. I'm sure that conference wasn't cheap. 
you know, and some people are fortunate enough to, um, you know, to have their jobs reimbursed them or pay for them, to, you know, to go there. But a lot of social workers, especially ones in school, ones, you know, um, ones that are just getting in the field, they don't have that luxury, you know, but they still have these conferences. So it's like, you know, I mean, like I feel like we preach equity one way, but then in another way, you know, like, you know, like we show our privilege, you know, like it's like we're fighting against privilege, but then we also show our privilege by having these nice things and doing things like that. So. I'm here to say, man, get your money, get paid. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just recently found out um, there's this there's this lady. Uh, her name was Brene Brown. I believe that's how you say her name. And she is a social worker by definition. You know, she's a Ph.D. She has a LMSW and she was on Oprah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like um, and she you know, like I feel like she is a catalyst for like, uh, you know, the um, you know, the white woman that. That wants to feel woke and she has like all these, you know, feel good um, sayings, which are great. You know, they they do make a lot of sense. But but uh, for me, it's like, well, if she could do that and be on TED Talks and be on Oprah and kind of, you know, brand herself as a person that, you know, that that's that's a capitalist. Truly, you know, what I'm saying I'm sure she's a good she's a good woman, but, you know, she's getting paid. And I feel like, well, shit, we all need to be doing that because. You know, um, I know there is, you know, like we do this work for the greater good. I'm not I'm not losing that message. Don't 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 get it twisted. I'm not I'm not saying that we need to go into like these low paying income neighborhoods and charge one hundred dollars an hour for, you know, for therapy or charge for our services. No, you give when you can and you you know, just like anything else, you know, what I'm saying don't overwork yourself. But if you know you being a, a Ph.D. in social work. Are you it's even having LCSW? I feel like you know you need to really learn how to um, diversify yourself. You know, like with this podcast I'm doing, I'm, I'm not really looking for like huge sponsorships, but I am looking, for, you know, you know, to build my platform to go speak to people and to go consult and to do things like that. You know, what I'm saying and to really just kind of be a part of the, my whole brand of counseling, consulting, and just doing like you know public speaking because I feel like um, you know I went to school. And I did all this stuff, so, like, I need to m- really make it work, you know? Um, so, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like um, we, we don't need to be ashamed for doing well, you know what I'm saying? Like, are wanting to do well, you know? Like, there are a few people that, you know, that, that have, you know, strong social work um, boundaries. Like, I will never work for this company or that company or that company. But I feel like you shouldn't hold everybody to that standard. You know what I'm saying? If you want us to go to these conferences and you want us to participate and pay our way to get there and things like that, you got to understand that we need to get paid. You know, like we really need to um, have an understanding that that's part of that's part of it. You know, like, you know, we can't be overworked and then expect to give our all. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's like burning the candle on both ends. You, you feel me? So. Um, and also, um, there is an inequitable way of dis- the distribution of payment. I know a lot of these um, contract jobs. I know a lot of them. Um, you know, like when you um, open up a home or you, you open up a um, a nonprofit, a lot of these um, you know contracts don't pay a lot. So you really can't you know pay your employees a lot. You know, or you got to charge them um, a lot of money for their insurance. So. What I'm, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna get into it right now. But, um, what, you know, what I want to see, um, is, that, you know, these these funds that are being provided to these nonprofits. I want to see them stop being so cheap. You know, like like, 
you really want us to, um, you know, do the work. Like in some of these communities, it's really it's really life threatening work. I mean, I know social workers who've been who's had who's who has had their lives threatened. Who is um you know who've been in dangerous situations? You you, you, you know when you got to go remove kids, that that's not that's not easy. People just don't give up their kids, you know, because you come and say you're taking them, or you know, or even if you want to say hey, I'm here to help you, ain't nobody really. People don't really like hearing that. Like there's some people who don't want your help, you know. So I feel like you know people got to understand that our lives are in danger, and we do do this because we do see a greater good. But at the same time, you know, like um. All this training that's required for us to get, you know, like we, we want to be treated just like doctors and lawyers and things like that. You know what I'm saying? We have a we have an expertise and it needs to be compensated. And, you know, that's all I gotta say about that. I feel like every social worker should strive to be like Brene Brown. You know what I'm saying? Make your name out here. Make your platform as strong as possible. You know what I'm saying? And that way, you know, if you're your own person, if you're really doing your own platform, you ain't got to charge, you know, money forever. You know what I'm saying? You can charge a little bit until you get comfortable. And then, you know, you have a little more access to, um, you know, go do things out of the kindness of your heart and really do real social work. You know what I'm saying? But as long as these schools are charging us all this money for this education, and these um, jobs ain't really, you know, kicking in like that. There's going to be some stress out people. There's going to be a lot of turnover. There's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, um, workplace tox- toxic, you know, toxic workplaces, you know. So there's something to think about, you know. If you're a social worker out here, you know, um, there's a social worker I follow on Facebook. And he wrote a book. You know, he's a best-selling author. Um, I forgot his name. Um, but he's from Virginia. And he's a black, he's a young black man. And he's, you know, there was one time he was advertising his services. And somebody said, you know, you should, you should, you should be doing these services for free. It's your responsibility in the community to do these services for free. And his response was, I have a whole family to feed. So, yeah, I mean, shit, you know, yeah, people got problems and we love to help. But at the same time, we still got bills and still got we still got responsibilities. So, just something to think about. You know, don't stop at um, you know, you decide the kindness of your heart. You know, make your platform huge, make it big. Try to be on Oprah. You know, try to do whatever. You know, because it's out there for you. So, this is going to be my final segment. Um, we're really going to talk about coping skills. Um, you know, I know the holidays are stressful. Holidays are so stressful. You got people to buy gifts for. You got family to go see. You might have family you don't want to see. You might have family that don't get along. You might have baby mama drama. Whatever. You might have a lot of shit going on, you know. And I think on my Patreon, I'm going to uh, put... I'm going to put a special, um, you know, podcast up, uh, how to survive the the holidays, you know, how, how to navigate that. But right now, we're going we're gonna to do general coping skills, you know. Um, so, basically, coping skills, in my, uh, in my opinion, I mean, you know, or in my, like, observation, coping skills should not be counterproductive. So, if, if your coping skills to smoke weed, you should understand that. Um, if you're smoking too much weed when you can't get shit done today, you might want to find a, a, a different coping skill. 
or if your coping skills to get drunk, you know, um, you know, or to have a drink, you know, but you can't really have a drink without doing too much. You might want to find a different one or if it's sex, if it's food, if it's if it's whatever, you know, what I'm saying if it's sleep, um, you know, you got to make sure that you can, you know, it's you're supposed to be able to cope, not erase your problem, you know, like because life, we always got problems. So the, the coping skill was really something that helps you cope to get through your day or your hour or your minute because stress come and you might just need to get it to the next, you know. It might be ten. Some some stressful shit happened at ten thirty. I think I just make it to a two till I go home, you know. So, but um, yeah, find some coping skills to really um, you, you know, to really not withdraw you from you know everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And that could be a coping skill in itself. You know what I'm saying? But when it interferes with your day to day life, um, you got to really figure out you know a way to excuse me. You know, a way to balance it out. You know, it's like, um, you know, so if you need to degress and, um, you know, exclude yourself, you know, when you set a timer, like, all right, I need an hour to myself. Tell everybody that, you know, hey, I need an hour to myself because it's getting too much or I'm feeling overwhelmed right now. I just need 10 minutes. You know, I just need 10 minutes outside. Let me come back and let me chill, you know. Or if it's something uh, you you like to draw, you know. Um, you know, drawing is a, I feel like drawing is a good coping skill because you can you can do it and like I feel like you can never draw too much you know what I'm saying like 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 nobody's gonna say man you drawing too much you know like because I know some people draw during meetings you know they draw during conversations you know some people get a multitasking so like you know I feel like drawing's a good one writing writing your thoughts down um you know, maybe saying them later to yourself. You know, I know I, I know a lot of people like to verbalize their thoughts and like to, um, you know, really just have somebody listen to them. You know, venting. Venting c- can be a good coping skill as long as it doesn't become toxic to the person you're venting to. You know, um, uh, I feel like, um, you know, like as long as you can really just keep it kind of direct to the issue, you know, and not really like, you know, increase that person's anxiety, then I feel like, you know, you're doing you're on the right track, you know, but, um, but yeah, I know, um, shit, shit is stressful and I know you use like the, the big part of coping is you got to understand, you know, when you're, when you're triggered, you know, like you got to understand when it's time to use those skills, you know, like I know I work in a, in a few alternative schools and I see, you know, I see kids, uh, lids get flipped all day, you know, you, you know, they lids stay flipped and it's like, man, like, you know, and their coping skills might be something like, you know, um, cussing people out and that uh, you know you know that might um be something that they're used to but then like it's on like the adults in their life or this or maybe their peers in their life to kind of show them you know a different way you know but but even like even then like it, it all depends on the person like if you were used to cussing 10 people out and you cuss three people out you know today then that's progress you know like and i feel like as a social worker or as, or any other staff i feel like you got to acknowledge that you know like like you, you got to acknowledge any kind of progress, you know, even though it sucks to get cussed out. I've been cussed out more than I like to. And I'm sure in my young career, I'm not done getting cussed out. But you always got to kind of, you know, show them that you you recognize them. You know, I recognize what's going on, you know, maybe next time, blah, 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 you know. But yeah, like, I mean, I can sit here and name off. A lot of coping skills, you know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of things that might help you cope. But the biggest thing is that 
you have to know when you when you have to let it go. You know, you gotta know when you're triggered. You gotta know when it's too much. You gotta know, you know, you you gotta know when to use the skills. You know, and you gotta really, and hopefully, the skills that you're using aren't anything that results to more stress. Like anything that's gonna result to you getting fired, or you you know causing harm in your relationship, or you um you know are you causing harm to you know harm to somebody else. You know, um, you, I just hope that whatever your skill is. It's good, you know, and you can also, you know, this is just a um, a wild thought. You can Google coping skills, you know, just type in coping skills in the Google search bar. And it'll have a billion gazillion skills for, for you to look up and say, oh, man, shit. I, I, you know, I like that. You know, I like playing ball. I like running. I like, um, you know, I like just talking to my coworker. You know, I, I like just calling my mom up and saw my dad up and saying, what's up? Or, you know, here's what's going on. I need you to, you know, X, Y, Z. So, you know, if, um, yeah, because I'm not a person that really has a lot um, on top of my, you know, on top of my brain. But, you know, Google it and I'm sure you can, you'll find you'll find more than enough, you know, to help you out. Um, but, uh, yeah, so basically um, I just know, like, this time of year is stressful. It's always stressful for me, kind of, because I got a big family and I got a lot of moving parts of my family. And, you know, I got stuff that I got to navigate. So just uh, know what's going on. Know yourself. You know, don't be scared to tell. Don't be scared to take care of yourself. You know, don't be scared to tell somebody I got to step outside for a little bit or, you know, right now this is a little too much. I can't go like or I can't go to that event because I just I, I can't I can't deal with that. You know, because so I know sitting in the space you don't want to be in sometimes that's worse than, you know, that's worse than telling somebody I just don't want to go. You know, and I feel like a lot of times us being honest saves us a lot of time. But anyway, so this is my episode for this week. Um, uh, like like I say all the time, hip hop social worker is in partnership with C Floor C Four, the Conditions of Color. We are um, a group of clinicians of color that really wants to build a community here in Portland, Oregon. Um, you know, go to C4PDX.com if you really want to check us out. Um, we meet every month, um, you know, uh, the beginning of the month usually. Um, you know, um, I will let you guys know when the next meet is. I believe it's December 6th. Um, I'll have more information later. But, uh, yeah, C4PDX.com. Um, you know, um, you're my good friend, uh, Andrea Rideau, she's the she's the owner and founder of that. Uh, she was on this podcast earlier on my last season. Um, so yeah, just just check it out if you're a clinician of color, or if you're looking for a clinician of color, or you just want to learn how to really take care of yourself. Um, living in Portland, Oregon, and you know it's just a pretty white space. So yeah, just check that out. Um, I'm also hip hop social worker at gmail um, I'm on Instagram hip hop social worker pod. I'm on Patreon hip hop social worker. Um, also um on facebook just type in hip-hop social worker um you know i know i'm probably gonna or on twitter hip-hop social work or ha social work i know i'm probably gonna ruffle some feathers with the um you know you know on my second segment but you know i feel like hey you know everybody's thinking it everybody you know this is a different society now like we can't live all 12 hours an hour no more so i mean it's what i'm here for you know i'm not really you know um i feel like they need more people to tell the social workers, you know, to really brand themselves and to get paid if they can, you know, like um, if you want to, you know, like I feel like we 
we take too much pride on you know on doing stuff out of the kindness of our heart and we do that that's not i'm not saying we don't do that but i'm also saying that um you know we don't have to take that if we don't want that you know um and you shouldn't feel bad for you know for wanting more you know you you, you just shouldn't because nobody else is going to feel bad for wanting more you know there's nobody else who does those kind of things so you know and if you got a problem with it then uh you go we can always discuss it you know i have no issue with um disagreeing you know or maybe even changing my mind but i think i'm pretty good on that stance so holla at y'all later peace